0: Welcome to the Happy With Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Becky Smith. Many of us have good lives, the lives we've always wanted, but we still feel frustrated and unhappy with ourselves. You deserve to value, appreciate, and accept you right now, exactly as you are. Whether it's life coaching tools, learning from others, or sharing my experiences, I'm here to help you be happy with yourself. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is a special edition because I am in Cancun celebrating my 25th wedding anniversary. It has been a great vacation and it has been so nice to just be here with my husband enjoying the tropical weather. Speaking of my husband, his name is Jim Smith, and he is joining me on the podcast today. It's the first time. I'm so excited to have him here. Jim has recently been on a health journey, and my podcast is about being happy with yourself. I have really seen a change in Jim and how he feels about himself and how he is happier with himself. I wanted him to come on and share that journey with us and help us to see and understand a little bit of what is going on and what is possible out there. So Jim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Will you introduce yourself to my audience?
1: Sure. I was born in the Philippines, orphaned at about six months old, and lived in orphanages for the first three first few years of my life. In August of 1977, I was adopted by an American family and grew up in Denver, Colorado. I loved my childhood and youth growing up in Colorado. I graduated from BYU, worked for a couple of years before I went back to grad school. I'm passionate about real estate and project management and property management and grateful that my career has allowed me to provide for our family doing something that i enjoy again like you said been married 25 years enjoying playa del carmen i have four amazing sons that keep me youthful and i try to stay active with them as they are doing their Basketball, volleyball, football, all the stuff that they participate in. Yes. So thank you for the invitation of being on your podcast.
0: Yes. Nice to have you here. All right, Jim. So will you tell us a little bit about this health journey that you've been on? When did it start? What has it looked like? Just tell us what's going on.
1: Okay. For a lot of us, 2020 was is the COVID year. And just to add a cherry on top of my COVID year, the second half of the year, I was having health symptoms and come to find out I have diabetes. Type 2. Type 2 diabetes. And so with that as part of my knowledge of why my body was symptomatic in certain ways helped me understand I've got to change my unhealthy eating. Okay,
0: eating and...
1: Exercising.
0: Yeah, okay. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And I don't necessarily want to focus on... the actions or on the how you did it that will come up, right? And the behaviors will come up. I really want to focus more on the mindset and the thoughts that you were thinking that helped you get to that goal of where you are now. And maybe it's not even the finished goal yet, but you are well on the way to that healthy lifestyle that you envisioned. Correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So again, as a youth and in the college years i was very active participating in sports and outdoor activities and all that stuff and and I very was,
0: skinny like you had a hard time gaining weight yeah
1: yeah during yeah, like my freshman year in college football the coach was like you've got to gain weight because you're not going to survive out on the football field with how you are right now and so i ate a lot yeah To a point where I could eat whatever I wanted. I really didn't have to question. Well, the question was, going back to that freshman year of college football was, they had me eating like five big meals a day. And so it wasn't a matter of losing weight. It was a matter of gaining weight.
0: Yeah. And you were trying to gain healthy muscle. Yeah. Which is hard to do do as... getting lean muscle in that too but
1: so so the thinking then was i can eat whatever i want yeah and that's that was kind of the before thinking
0: part of it yeah Yeah. for sure and then you talked about like rituals and habits growing up yeah what was one of those habits
1: (laughs) so i hope there's ice cream in heaven yeah (laughs) because if there's not well no, growing up, one of the nighttime rituals was say your prayers, eat a bowl of ice cream, brush your teeth, go to bed. Yeah. And,
0: and we kind of carried that on a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's...
0: I love yeah. ice cream too. And whenever there's a cell in ice cream, like we have an extra freezer in our garage and somehow the ice cream fairy...
1: Ten cartons show up Yeah, sometimes.
0: they do. So. <laughs> well, they used to. Yeah. And that's part of why we are talking today. Okay, so we're going to delve a little, a little deeper into the thoughts, into the mindset. But before we do that, I want to address something um, about Jim. That is something that I have talked about in earlier podcasts, if you've listened to my earlier podcasts, and that is The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. And the four tendencies are about how you're motivated. What motivates you? And there's four different tendencies, and one of them is questioner. Now, a questioner is somebody who needs a compelling reason in order to do something. And not just a reason, they need a compelling reason reason. A questioner is someone who might say, I'll comply if you tell me why. And it has to be, the answer has to be something that makes sense to them, that they can get on board with. It's something that they, I would say, believe deeply. It ha- And compelling is the best word I can think of it. So Jim is a questioner. So when you listen to his before and afters, I want you to take that into account because his thought process may not be the same as your thought process. The thoughts that work for him may not work for you. You might be an obliger, which is what I am, which I need more external accountability. I need somebody counting on me or holding me accountable in some way. That works much better for me than having a reason. Like I know I I have reasons why I should do it, but I still have a hard time following through. So, I just wanted to put that caveat out there. There are two other tendencies, upholder and rebel, but just take note that if this if this resonates with you, it sounds familiar, you might be a questioner, and it might be something that can just give you leverage when it comes to that change that you're trying to make in your life. But that was just a little side note that I wanted to put out there that helps us understand more what's going on here. But back to mindset and back to the thoughts. Jim, I want to talk about some of the thoughts that you were thinking before you started this health journey. We were kind of talking about this earlier at dinner, ironically, while we were eating (laughs) at the all-you-can-eat buffet, right? (laughs) That's kind of what brought it up for me is because what we were both eating at the buffet was very different. Mostly a lot. Yours, your choices Mm -hmm. were very different than the choices that you would have chosen just a year ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So what were some of the thoughts that you were thinking when you walked into a buffet or when food was before you? What were you thinking before this?
1: I didn't worry about the outcome or the effects that it would have on my body.
0: Kind of like what you were saying before. I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. Was that kind of your mindset? Yeah. You were thinking, what will taste the best? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So I'll just read them and you tell me. Okay. I need to be full.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Do you want to expand on that at all?
1: There's times when I've eaten and... If the analogy of a gas tank in a car mm-hmm. was, well, whenever I go to fill up the truck with gas, I fill it all the way up to full. Yeah. I don't fill it up to just halfway or three quarters of the way. Yeah. I fill the tank up all the way. And so with eating, I was like, well, I gotta, I wanna feel full when I get done eating.
0: Yeah. I like that. Okay. Not being able to eat whatever I want is a punishment. Did you think that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Healthy food is more expensive.
1: Yeah. I don't get that. I know because (laughs) so if we go out to eat or just eating at home, buying groceries and that it's like, okay, if we got packaged foods that was not as healthier, it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. So the healthier food or the healthier alternative is like, well, I don't want to spend more money on healthier food. I just don't want to spend more money yeah. on healthier food.
0: Yeah. And it takes longer to prepare, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it takes more thought and longer to prepare. And then exercise is not a priority.
1: No, no, it wasn't before this. And I guess just it slowly not slipped, but just the quantity and quality of exercise that I had done earlier in our marriage and even before we met was probably on the far extreme of exercising.
0: Yeah, even on the collegiate yeah. scale and football and, and things like that.
1: Last year was non existent exercising.
0: Okay. All right. So now I want to go to some of the afterthoughts and I'm just going to say them again and then we're going to talk about them if there's anything you want to add. So now your thought is a car can run on a half a tank of gas. I just need to not be hungry. I don't have to be full.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So going into lunch or into dinner or something like that, it's okay that I'm not full. Actually, probably better that I'm just not hungry.
0: Okay. Another thought is how will this affect my blood sugar? Yes. It's not a thought you ever had before.
1: No, because I wasn't measuring yet.
0: Yeah. And that's an, a key thing to point out is that you being a questioner, questioners thrive with data and being able to measure things. And so you take your blood morning and night
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you also keep uh, a very... Consistent food journal. Yes. Of what you eat on Fitness Pal. Yeah. Yeah. So those two things, you manage what you measure, mm-hmm. and you're measuring those things. So that is yeah. definitely in action. Yeah. That is helping you, but it ties into that thought. The next one: how many calories does it have? Um, right. That was a thought you didn't have before.
1: Right. the The food itself was, whether it was uh, a snack. Or whether it was a full full meal at lunch, I didn't – I wasn't counting calories. Okay.
0: Instead of eating healthy as a punishment, the thought is, no, I choose this on purpose. Yeah. Okay. The new thought is, it does matter what I eat because I want to enjoy a healthy retirement.
1: Yeah. I just – when I look at, you know, how act- – Active, I was with just Ethan mm-hmm. when he was the only boy that we had at the time. Yeah, I was a lot more active with just physically skiing, being outdoors, doing stuff that I wanted to be able to play soccer, basketball, do play at the park with my son at the time. Yeah, and as I Our family blossomed with more boys. It seemed to dissipate with every child. (laughs) And Kai, who is our youngest, who is 12 now, wants me to, hey, dad, let's go do this, fill in the blank, ride bikes, play basketball and all that stuff. It's just a stark contrast between my health now compared to 20 plus years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another thought was healthy foods are less expensive in the long run.
1: Yes, because I've seen. Luckily, right now I'm able to manage diabetes without. Um, you
0: actually brought your numbers down to where you're, you're not, not considered close. diabetic anymore.
1: The alternative of medication and the the physical consequence to your body. I don't want to have to deal with those, Mm -hmm. you know, five years, 10 years later on down the road.
0: Okay. Another of the new thoughts is exercise is a necessity for a healthy life. If I want to be active in the future, I need to be active now.
1: Yeah. And again, you know, during the beginning of last year, Before I recognized I had diabetes, it was, I just did the intentional exercising just was not there.
0: So what does that intentional exercise look like right now? What do you do for exercise? Okay.
1: I do yoga with you on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. I guess some of it too was the exercise that I was thinking that I would have to do was something similar to what I did earlier in life and so you that, thought it had
0: to be like lifting lifting weights in the gym yeah, or running a lot very
1: rigorous workouts
0: okay so that was and part so, of the
1: so, the thinking
0: that was holding you yeah, back
1: the thing is like
0: all or nothing
1: i can't do this in my late 40s what i yeah doing, you know as a as a 18 19 20 year old kid yeah so that was part of the thinking before was my mindset at that time was well if i'm going to work out it would be something similar to what I did earlier in life.
0: Okay, so the mindset shift there was—it's
1: okay not to have such rigorous workouts, to... and and not that yoga's yoga a good workout. It's yeah, not, I mean, yeah, we're not—you're <laughs> not just saying that because you're yoga teacher's No, here. <laughs> no, I just when it comes to strength and with balance and. Uh, endurance, and more lean muscle rather than bulky muscle, if that makes sense. I also, our family got a golden doodle during COVID, (laughs) and she's been very helpful on reminding me to take her on a walk. And so I've done a lot of walking as well as the 10,000 steps more frequently where...
0: Yeah, and I love how you've fit it into your life because our kids are in sports we mentioned that before yeah. and you are the one who has spearheaded that i can honestly say i don't do much with that like yeah. you get them in there you take them to practices you do all that and because you take them to practices it's generally on a field or somewhere where you can walk around the track Yeah. and so while they're in practice you walk around the track yeah. and you get your steps in yeah and so you fit it into your lifestyle with the dog, you know, needing right. to walk, with walking around the track. I like how it's everyday movement. It doesn't have to be at a gym. Right. It doesn't have to be lifting weights right. or something really vigorous. Right. But that those small and simple things do mm-hmm. make a huge difference. Okay, so we talked about a lot of different thoughts, and those could be called different reasons. Mm-hmm. And we've touched on it just a little bit. But we talked about how as a questioner, you need a compelling reason, right? Yeah. And so because we'd had an inkling that your blood sugar was a little high a few years ago. Yeah. There was a little bit of behavior change with you, maybe a little less ice cream, maybe smaller portions. And you lost like five pounds, right? Yeah. But it didn't stick. No. (laughs) No. So the difference in my opinion was this compelling reason and it may have been triggered by the symptoms and by the diabetes right yeah but you chose this thought and so i want to get to this compelling reason this this deep seated belief that really helped you to change what have, was that
1: to have a sustained
0: Yes, a sustained change. Change. And remember I said when you're a questioner, it has to be a compelling reason that makes 100% sense to you, that you you believe.
1: Yeah, so again, going back to that couple of years ago, not a deep-rooted desire, it was less – I don't know. Shallow is the right word. But okay. It wasn't. It wasn't it emergent. Was, it wasn't no, urgent. No, it wasn't a critical.
0: That's a good word.
1: Change needed immediately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was. Sorry, Lene, for not following all your nutritional <laughs> recommendations from two years ago. But uh, Linne Linne is a a good friend of ours. Yeah,
0: Lene is a dietitian.
1: Yeah. Last year, some of the symptoms that started to surface, one of them was just my skin feeling itchy slash like it was on fire.
0: Yeah. Sores true. that wouldn't
1: heal. I had to pee a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you want to put that in there or not. But <laughs> but I was just, those when those episodes would happen, I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this yeah it's a necessity to pay a little more for healthier food Mm -hmm. now if not we're going to pay a lot more later on with health complications or with medication i just want to be around for you and the boys not just immediately but intermediate and long-term wise seeing the direction and trajectory that I would have stayed on compared to, okay, well, if I don't address this now, those intentions of being around in five, 10, 20 years would look a lot different because I probably wouldn't be able to be as active with you and the boys as I'd want to.
0: Yes. I really appreciate that. And I just hope you know how proud I am of you and just love seeing you put into action the stuff I teach, which is changing your mindset. It's going to change your life. I want to ask you the question that I ask all my guests, Mm at the end, the very last question. That is, what does being happy with yourself mean to you?
1: With this more recent health journey i'm happier that i can be a yoga student of yours and the confidence that occurs being able to finish one of your yoga workouts with you i'm happier as i get to go to the dog park and play with the boys and chase Lola around some of the results of this healthier journey is I've lost about 25 pounds Yeah, that is 25 pounds that I'm not carrying around on a daily basis. Yeah.
0: You've done that. You picked up some of my dumbbells that are 10 pounds each that I have in the house and you're like, this is 20 pounds. And I'm, I was carrying more than this on my body. Yeah,
1: I don't dread taking my blood sugar. And you've dropped
0: it by about
1: thirty percent. About thirty percent from yeah. me before the data stuff that we were talking yeah. about before and looking back at A1C and blood sugar and stuff that I've been measuring, that it's okay to be on a fifteen hundred calorie day versus two thousand to twenty five hundred that I was before. Yeah. Being able to try new foods. I had my staple favorites, but expanding my food options and, and it's okay if I don't like something that's new, but I've tried a lot of newer foods and kind of going back to our buffet tonight. Yeah. (laughs) So instead of going in and horking down all the meat and potatoes and french fries and car, high carb stuff and everything like that, I had. Had sushi, had lettuce wrap, or like a chicken lettuce wrap type of thing. Yeah,
0: and we did have a few treats. I mean, we're not going to lie. We are, but so much less.
1: Yeah, the portion of ice cream that I had was just like one or two scoops.
0: That we shared.
1: That we shared instead of like a whole bowl full.
0: Yeah, and we're talking like... A carton. A mixing bowl, not a tiny
1: bowl. Being more happy with myself looks like greater confidence, knowing that I have lost weight, just a mental, good job, Jim. I also enjoy spending the active time with the boys or being active myself, not dreading that, oh, I have to do this. So.
0: That's great. Thank you so much for being here and being on the podcast and sharing your journey with my audience. Jim, thank you so much for joining today and that's all for now.
1: As you wish.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. Everyone deserves to be happy with themselves. Share this episode with a friend leave a review so others can find the podcast and don't forget to hit that subscribe button